to This is the Day with Pastor Wade Scarborough. It is our prayer that something is said or done to make your walk through this journey called life a little lighter and brighter. You can follow Pastor Wade at Real Pastor Wade on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. He looks forward to walking with you on this journey together to breakthrough, victory, redemption. Pastor Wade is anointed and experienced in multiple areas of life. God uses him to have us look at our challenges in ways we may never have seen before. Now the moment we've all been waiting for, Pastor Wade Scarborough. This is the day. This is the day. This is the only day that the Lord has made. Let us rejoice and be glad in it. What's up? What's up? What's up? Oh, man, ladies and gentlemen. I missed you guys. I know we talk every week. I know I get it. But I still miss you guys. Even though I talk to you guys sometime on uh, Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter, uh, you send me messages and notes. I still miss you guys. Even though I may not know each and every one of you personally, I'm telling you this, we're still growing a relationship together. So I appreciate every single one of you. Hey, it's my honor and privilege that you've just taken the time out of your life to walk with me on this journey we call life because you could be doing anything. Listen, I don't take that for granted. You could, you could be joining many conversations you could be doing many things. Listen, the world is opening back up. Uh, you know, restaurants is open back. Well, if you're in Cali, you know, we're in a kind of a prison out here in Cali. So, you know, some people, some free states, you know, like Texas and uh, Florida, you know, uh, Georgia, you know, they, hey, hey, they doing their thing. And I'm jealous because, uh, man. Cali, we, we tripping down here, but that's just another story. So we kind of happy, you know, you're able to eat in a restaurant now inside instead of outside, you know, like got me out here like a country slave. Oh, see, I'm gonna leave that alone. Listen, and for those who are joining us for the very first time, let me just say welcome. Cause listen, I really appreciate you. You know, even if you're coming in the middle of the conversation, uh, your opinion matters. We value you. We love you. Even if we don't know you, anybody that listens to This Is The Day with me, Pastor Wade, uh, we definitely uh, pray for you. I pray for every single uh, person that listens where you, anywhere where you across the world, whether you're in India, where you're in the UK, whether you're in the United States, wherever you are uh, listening uh, to our show and joining our conversation, we want to say we appreciate you and love you. Let me tell you what this show is all about we like discussing various topics that the church body doesn't like like talk about on a sunday or at a bible study or shut down from talking about it all together because of the sensitive you know we in a sensitive area y'all the sensitive nature of the subject all of us no matter what you think feel or believe uh will not be made to feel like your opinions or our feelings are not valid and we can have a free and honest as my boy tv would say keep it 100 conversation here on this is the day with Pastor Wade. And listen, all the stuff is going around right now. You know, I know people figuring out if they're going to get the vaccine, not get the vaccine. You know, we got this battle going on, mass, no mass, all that kind of stuff, all this foolishness. I would just have to say to everybody right now, just do your own due diligence. Stop listening to the news. Stop listening to your cousin and them and TT and all of them. And because your friend knows somebody that used to be a doctor that ain't no doctor no more. Stop listening to all that. First of all, if you're a spiritual person, you believe in God, listen to God. What does God say? It's, all, it's funny that we're talking about listening to what God says because we're going to talk about a kingdom mentality today. So just do your due diligence and don't let anybody shame you into doing anything that you don't feel comfortable with. Don't, don't let people talk you into anything. Let it be 
your decision. Listen, the the false narrative that's going around, hey, pe uh, people don't love you. You don't love people if you don't wear a mask or stuff like that. Stop it. And if somebody asks you if you're taking the vaccine, uh, tell them none, none of your business because it's not. <laughs> what you decide to do with your physician uh, and as far as your medical history, all that kind of stuff is your business. So stop making people make it stop letting people make you think you have to tell all your business you don't. I know we live in this area in this era. Everybody wants to live out loud and tell their business, but it's none of their business. Listen, I'll tell you up front. I'm not taking it. I will not put poison for me, I will not put poison in my body. Whatever God has given me, my immune system, listen, I'd rather take a chance on God versus take a chance on pharmaceutical companies that does not have any of our best interests at hand. But hey, that is just me. <laughs> so if you're joining us for the very first time, we have other conversations. Listen, this is a series uh, we're talking about. Um, that is something that will never go out of style, how we treat one another. Listen, everything hangs on love the Lord thy God with everything. And the second is just like and love your neighbor as yourself. The golden rule is treat, uh, love your neighbor as yourself or treat others as you want to be treated. And that is major right now because there's such a division going on uh, right now, just not only in the world, but in the church. I've experienced it personally myself. Without question, it's going on right now. But listen, I still love everybody no matter what. It's just either we're going to do the right thing and be fair or not. Why do it at all? Because, listen, I don't have to do it. <laughs> I want to do it. I want to serve. I want to please the Lord. I want to be able to use my talents and gifts uh, that he's given me. So, listen, that's just how it is. It is what it is. And then before, before uh, after, or I should say before, we did uh, how to treat one another. We talked about the 10 principles for a successful uh, relationship. So that was amazing. And before that, we talked about end times. How will it look? We're going to go back into end times because there's a lot of things, whether you believe in end times or not, the prophecy still is uh, coming alive as we speak. A lot of things are already in motion. So uh, just for, you know, education's sake, whether you're a believer or not, this, this conversation is for everybody. So it don't matter whether you're a Buddhist, Muslim, whether you're an atheist, Gnostic, you know, whether you're the disciples of Christ or not, this is for everybody. Listen, you choose. All I can do is, like God said, set before you life and death. Now you choose. So everything is up to you. Even Paul said, let every man be convinced in his or her own mind. Listen, I'll understand this, that Pastor Wade Scarborough is not the end all be all. I don't know everything, but listen, I always say, I may not know everything, but I know a lot about a little. <laughs> Somebody's going to get that later. I said, whatever I do know. The little that I know, I know a lot about it. I'm just saying, that's just me. I can be speculating. So let's get into the material. Let's get into our conversation today. But listen, for those joining for the very first time, I'm telling you, we have this tradition that we always do because I love when we all get on the airplane and somebody gets on that little microphone and wants to give the introduction. But like we do here, we're going to take off on this flight together. So make sure your seat and tray tables are in the locked and upright position. Any turbulence you feel on this plane is God shaking at the very root what does not belong on this plane. If you're listening to somebody right now, I hope you are. Look at them and say, you ready? Look back the, at the other person and say, I'm ready. Then let's go. So we're talking about disciplines. So uh, just real quick, we talked about discipline of prayer already. We talked about discipline of repentance. We talked about discipline of confession. We talked about discipline of meditation, uh, discipline of fullness. And today we're going to talk about discipline of kingdom mentality. What is discipline? In case you don't know, discipline is activity, exercise, 
or a regimen that you develop, uh, develops or improves a skill or training. Listen, it's an activity or exercise. Hey, your, your boy been getting up at 4.30 in the morning uh, for a boxing fitness class, man, it's kicking my butt. But listen, I'm getting, it, I'm getting my exercise in and now I'm doing uh, developing a regimen. And listen, it's slimming me down, it's doing a lot, it's helping me health-wise, building my immune system. You know, because I have the vaccine out of my yard, I have a lemon tree. So I don't need no outside thing to help me out, giving me medicine in our food. So I already got that, but I'm developing an exercise or a regimen that develop or improves my skill or training. We all need to understand that discipline is a good thing. And that's the thing. And I, um, it's interesting that at the ministry that I'm in, I'm called the pastor of discipleship. Well, you can't have discipleship without, you guessed it, discipline. So we're going to talk about discipline of the kingdom mentality, which is major. So I just want to start with a scripture, Isaiah 9, 1 through 7. I liked Isaiah 9, 1 through 7. There's many scriptures like in Matthew and, and Mark and Luke and Romans. And if you wanted all the different scriptures, I don't have time to go through them all at this moment, but they will be posted in, on my Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter at Real Pastor Wade. And Wade is spelled W-A-I-D. So let's start off with Isaiah uh, the messianic prophet, uh, some call him eagle eyes because he was able to see uh, Isaiah 9, 1 through 7. It says, and I started verse 9, nevertheless, the gloom. And oh, and before we really get into it, understand when we use scripture, you, you guys know that I'm big on context. So we try to keep things in context. Listen, I didn't have people, even recently, they try to use a scripture on me and it was taken out of context. And so I'm a big thing on that because when I went back to review what context it was in, and then the way they tried to use it, I was like, no, sir, that's not it. So always remember, when anybody uses scripture, it's in a context. And then if you take the tech, the word text out of the word context, all you left is a con. I don't want to con people. I mean, the church has been conning people. Oh, boy, should I say that out loud? I'm sorry. The church, some churches have con people, generational curses bad teaching all around, and it's still going on to, to this day. So I'm very clear that if we're going to use scripture, there's a there's a context we're using it, and especially in this scripture, we're talking about a kingdom mentality. So we're going to, uh, it's um, Isaiah 9, chapter 9, verses 1 through 7. It says, nevertheless, the gloom will not be upon her upon her who is distressed as when at first he lightly esteemed the land of Zebulun and the land of Naphtali and afterward more heavily oppressed her by the way of the sea beyond the Jordan in the Galilee of the Gentiles. Verse two, the people who walked in darkness have seen a great light. Those who uh, dwelt in the land of the shadow of death upon them as light has shined. You have multiplied the nation and increased his joy. They rejoice before you according to the joy of harvest as men rejoice when they divide the spoil. Verse four, for you have broken the yoke of his burden and the staff of his shoulder, the rod of his oppressor, as in the day of the Midian, for every warrior's sandal from the noisy battle and garments rolled in blood will be used for burning and fuel of fire. Remember, we're talking about the king of mentality. We're going to get to, we're going to continue. Verse six, for unto a child is born. Here we go. Here we go, introducing the king, the new kingdom mentality, a kingdom mentality we need to have. Unto us, a child is born. Unto us, a son is given. And the government will be upon his shoulder. Oh, my goodness. I really want to exegete that, but we're just going to leave that alone. So for unto us, 
a child is born unto us, a son is given, and the government will be upon his shoulder, and his name will be called Wonderful, Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. Verse 7, of the increase of his government and peace, there will be no end upon the throne of David and over his kingdom to order it and establish it with judgment and justice from that time forward, even forever. The zeal of the Lord of hosts will perform this. See, now we're about to talk about a kingdom mentality, y'all. I'm telling you. So now we're talking about there was things going on and then all of a sudden it just switched. It says now, Right here, that was in verse six, it said, for unto us a child is born. So here now, Jesus, the Messiah, kind of like when, not kind of like, it's when John said, behold, the Lamb of God, uh, the kingdom of God is at hand. So now he was saying the old government is done, the new government is in. But here's the issue. The church has been exposed, especially during this time of this so-called pandemic. right now, they've been exposed because we're supposed to be under the kingdom of God and have that kingdom mentality, but really we're under the kingdom of the government. Oh, man. Should I, should I stop? Come on, y'all. We're really under the kingdom of government. When you're talking about be not conformed to this world, please. The church is so conformed to the world. You know, we're talking about living under the Holy Ghost and under the Holy Spirit and under God's rule and his sovereignty. And next thing you know, we stand there with masks on in worship that we're saying we're, we're inviting God to. Are, are you serious? Oh, see, I'm in so much trouble right now. Understand this. The discipline of the kingdom mentality means we are under the reign of God's past, present, and future. He is in charge of all things. Oh, I could just stop right there. I just don't want to say anymore right there. Come on, y'all. He is in charge. God is in charge. No, I want to say something, but I'm, I'll really get in trouble, and it'll just be mean. So since I know it, I ain't going to say it. So he is in charge, meaning God, of all things, sovereign in heaven and in our will. He is our identity and our Lord personally and collectively. In contrast to fullness, remember we talked about fullness last time, which means to be led and ruled by Christ and to allow him to discipline and run our lives. The kingdom mentality is more about how we lead and manage our lives and our churches. Woo, my goodness. As a discipline, this means we are to realize, and I'm holding bunny quotes in the air, practice our faith and church life. And here I'm holding up bunny quotes again, as if he, which is God, the sovereign rule. Well, he is. And we need as the church, as the body, it don't matter what ministry you're on, we need to get on that page. And get back to that page. I've been saying for years, the church is, is off message without question, without question. You can get Bishop of the Bishop of the tutus. I don't care who you get. I will look them right in their face. I don't care how long you think you've been in church, 40 something years, 50 something years. It don't matter. We are so off message and some old school preachers. I mean, old school know we're off message, man. We doing this new thing right now. Oh my God. So out of order. We just allow stuff just to go on, man. We don't even have relationships anymore and into people's life and hold able to hold each other accountable. Oh my God. Don't get me started. Y'all understand this so that we are willing to grow closer to him and also lead uh, others to him. We cannot lead where we have not been nor can we grow a healthy church when we are not healthy ourselves. Oh boy. Contrary to how many churches have a tendency to be run 
Jesus is sovereign, not the leaders, elders, or pastors. Oh, my goodness. You mean I fall into that too? Absolutely. Elders fall into that. Uh, absolutely. All the leaders fall in that. Jesus is sovereign. And this is what I always say, and I'm going to continue to say it. You cannot tell me not one bishop out there, pastor, elder, leader. You cannot tell me when you talk about having a kingdom mentality that God told us to put on a mask and be socially distant. You cannot tell me. That is not biblical whatsoever. But this is what they say. Oh, we got to follow the laws of the land. Stop it. Jesus came to fulfill the law, period. Matter of fact, when you look at and really study what he did, he came to fulfill it, but sometimes fulfilling it wasn't being legalistic about it. You know, it was said in my face, well, you go into the stores and you wear your mask and all that kind of stuff. Well, going into store stuff like that, those stores are under city ordinance. The church is not under city ordinance. What is it under? It's under Jesus ordinance. Oh, the kingdom of heaven ordinance, the kingdom mentality ordinance. That's what it's under. We want the church to line up with the kingdom of heaven, not the kingdom of the government. Oh, 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 uh oh, uh oh. Uh-oh, I'm going to leave that alone. I'm going to leave that alone because I'm on fire right now, y'all. Understand this. Fullness helps us be healthy, and a kingdom mentality helps our church be healthy. This means we lead others in his precepts by being, by our being led by him. Wait a minute. We lead others in Jesus's precepts. Oh, not Wade's precepts. Not whoever your pastor's precepts. Jesus's precepts. Can you see Jesus? Because you know, you know, leprosy was big around there, and there was other diseases and outbreaks during that. And then, for those that don't know, there have been sixty outbreaks and also pandemics since two thousand one all over the world. I'm just saying. So I know we're going to quote unquote quote COVID right now, but uh, diseases and pandemics have been all through history. I just want everybody to know that. So during Jesus' time, leprosy was huge. Matter of fact, you, you forget all the tests and everything. You had to shout unclean in his day. But, but basically, he went into, he healed 10 lepers. Matter of fact, he went into where the, the blind, lame, and the paralyzed were. He went into those places, just took his disciples with him. I'm just saying, if we're supposed to be under kingdom mentality and live under God's sovereignty and his precepts, why are we not doing it? Why are we listening to Dr. Fauci? I don't know. Uh, we listen to CNBC, uh, CBS, CNN. We listen to all that stuff. Well, they come listening to God. Bishop McClendon, great bishop, said one thing. I was listening to him the other day, and he was saying that people, we're willing to take something outside of us to put it inside to make us better versus what God has made us have. He given us all we need on the inside. Oh, let me say that again. What we need, we'd rather take what's on the outside like a vaccine to put it inside our body when God has made something on the inside of us that has given us all we need. Today, I set before you life and death. You choose. And we're making the wrong choices. Why? Because we don't have a kingdom mentality. We have a world mentality. We have, we got to listen to the government mentality. All of that foolishness is going on right now. Oh man, I'm in so much trouble right now. Man, does anybody still love me right now? Anybody? Do I have any friends left out there? Man, hit me up.
come on now. I know, I know Pastor Wade controversial, Pastor Wade, and he he crazy, Pastor Wade, he don't know what he's talking. I get it. Listen, I've heard all the stories. I've heard different stuff. Some people love me, some people hate me. Well, that's just the way it is. But listen, just to let, let you know, you, tell me that you love your boy. Let me know. Hit me up with Real Pastor Wade, and Wade is spelled W-A-I-D on my Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter. Just send me a message. Hey, just love you, hashtag love you. Let me know if I'm on point. Let me know, say, Wade, you off your rocker. Whatever it is, hey, I can accept feedback. I get it. I'm, I'm not above feedback at all. <laughs> Some people are, but don't get me started on that. Also, let's continue, y'all. What a kingdom mentality is not merely about the return of Jesus, nor is it about the church must be established itself as the kingdom of God, because it is already is. We are not called in this discipline or theological perspective to take political or social control of some establishment of theocracy of a church-run government. That did not work in the Holy Roman Empire or in Calvin's Geneva. Rather, our call is to be the influencers and shapers pointing to Jesus and his redemptive work in the parameters of his fruit in us. And absolutely, y'all, not in the force of our will or agendas. <sighs> There's a lot of agendas going on right now, without question. We got power struggles. I mean, it don't matter from the top on down in churches, outside of churches and government. We got agendas. What you think the pandemic is? It's an agenda without question. Not saying COVID, the renamed flu or the higher grade pneumonia is not valid or is not real. But there is an agenda behind it. And guess who's falling for it? The church. Oh, boy. That's why people that's why it's hard to get people saved. You know, because when people look at the world, look at the church, they can't see no different. They go, well, wait a minute. Well, if that's the church and that's supposed to be safe, that's the house of refuge. And it don't look safe in there because it looked the same out here. You know, wait a minute. People yelling and screaming at you out here in the world. Wait a minute. People are yelling and screaming at you in the church. Wait a minute. People yelling and screaming at leaders out here in the world. Wait a minute. People are yelling and screaming at leaders uh, here in the church. Wait a minute. There's no discipline out here in the world, but wait a minute. Ain't no discipline in the church either. Oh, then why should I go in? Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> I got off track. Why should I go in? That's the thing about a kingdom mentality. Kingdom mentality is, is a mentality. It is consistency. Listen, when it comes to serving or having a kingdom mentality, or or this is why you want a, a pastor weight on your team. Because I don't I may not be the most talented, I may not be the most gifted, but what I am is the most consistent. Listen, I can it's gonna be hard to outserve me in any capacity in anything, especially in ministry. That's why I can sit there and wait. You can sit me down because I have that kingdom mentality. I know God will elevate me sooner or later. Cause you know why? People have their agendas. People's heart are not in it. I like I've sat through two ministries, just sat there for two years in both of them. And then one day I get the tap on the shoulder. Just saying. Now it's time God elevating you. It's time for you to do your thing. So kingdom mentality, you may not be elevated right there. That kingdom mentality, you may have to wait a little bit. But guess what? Just stay consistent. Ooh, my goodness. 
Understand this. We are not called to compromise the message of who and what Jesus is, the gospel. We are not to seek and to bow to cultural trends, so to accentuate our authenticity to attract others with the compromised legitimacy. Our authenticity is who we are in Jesus, and also he is legitimate in our truth that never needs to be watered down or hidden or reformed in some other image or marketing. For this reason that we as Christians are to represent our Lord in an uncompromised manner with the power, conviction, and clarity, and in truth for his glory. Watch this. A kingdom of God mentality sees the final authority in all matters of our faith and practice in his word and not in personal inclinations or trends or human thinking. Understand this. In doing so, we are called to be transformationists, which means God's work in us, not dominionists. That means our attempt to subjugate and control. Or here we go, compromise is, meaning seeking to hide or change who we are, thinking we can attract others for him as it is God's role to carry out his eternal redemptive plan for the nations. Listen, we can get in God's way, though. Man, we think we'd be helping. And man, I, when people talk about, I didn't heard from the Lord, really. And if you hear hearing from the Lord and it don't match up with his word, that's why they can't talk me into the mass. <laughs> They'll never talk me into They can't talk me into vaccines, whatever. They can't not talk me into it. Why? It does not line up with the word nowhere, shape, or form. But hey, that's just me. You can't pay me to tell people that. You can't make me just sit there and just you want people to fall in line because I'm doing not going to do it. Because one thing that God is about, he's about fairness. He's about righteousness. Man, he's a just God. So therefore, if we're trying to be like him, we are made in his image, we should be trying to be fair. That is my whole thing about fair. Listen, if things are ran right and have that kingdom mentality, you would never hear a peep out of me. Because listen, all I would do is serve and we're just doing our thing because we're all moving in the same direction, in God's direction. But people, different agendas, and then they want to listen to the government and their cousin in them. Oh, boy. Am I in trouble? I think I am. I don't care. Man, trouble is good. Also, this means we're not called to demonize those who disagree with us. Rather, we are to be salt, light, and models, come on, y'all, and persuaders of his character, principles, and truth. We can be participants in tools for use that will be completed at his return. What happens when we do not practice this discipline? Oh, boy. Understand this. I'm glad you asked. When we refuse to be governed and controlled by our Lord, anarchy. Mm, mm, mm. Let's just stop at anarchy. Do we have that right now? Do we have anarchy? Okay, how about this word? And chaos. Wait a minute. Anarchy and chaos will be the result in our church. Oh, my God. I can speak through, speak to this in such a profound way. I see it right now in our own personal church. I know other churches are having issues. I talk to some people in other ministries and I, I know it's happening. We have anarchy and chaos going on right now in the body of Christ all over the place. And then when you try to address it and want to say something about it, then you're made wrong for it. 
or you're disregarded. Or, you know what, that's not what the government said. Let's conform to what the government said. We're supposed to be living on what God says. We're supposed to be having that kingdom mentality. What are we doing? Oh, man. Come on, y'all. Are y'all still my friends? Somebody out there understands what I'm talking about right now. This kingdom mentality is so important. Right here, when we refuse to be governed and controlled by our Lord, anarchy and chaos will be the result in our church. Our identity and lead will come from cultural trends. Good God Almighty. Everything right now in church is about brand name. Cultural trends. Who got the name? Who connected to who? Oh boy. The latest philosophies and our will and thus will translate into how we lead and handle our churches. That is what's guiding our churches right now. The cultural trends. When you got bishops of the bishops out there uh, sit down talking with Dr. Fauci, just we more people listening to Tyler Perry than they are listening to the Lord. More people listen to a bishop that's setting up vaccines in the middle of of the church so people can get vaccinated and not teaching them how to take care of their temple of God. Shameful what is going on right now. But you know what? We're going to keep preaching them sermons about faith and prosperity. We're going to keep preaching those sermons, but not teaching people how to really transform, be not conformed to this world, but be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind so you can prove what is good, what is pleasing, what is the acceptable will. Oh, my goodness. Understand this. And, and I'm going to cut it short on this one today, y'all, because we didn't said a lot. Christ's lead, lead will be muted, and our sin and erroneous ideas will be rationalized as good. This will create gossip. Oh, my God. It will create strife. Oh, my God. A loss of focus big time <laughs> and disillusionment because of our sinful nature and will cause harm to others. We will build a church of disease and dysfunction. Then we will try to blame others for it rather than take any responsibility for our actions and inactions. We will be like a small, irresponsible child refusing to play ball with God's way, which is the best way. Ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> I pray <laughs> that you enjoyed our time together as much as I did. I hope y'all still love me. Seriously, I hope it's going to get better in this one because we're going to do a part two. <laughs> it's going to get better because that kingdom mentality, man, is rough. It's rough, y'all. I'm just saying it's rough. Thank you for tuning in to episode 13 of the Disciplines of Faith. I thank you for all your support and responses. New episodes were released every Thursday on iTunes and Spotify or whatever podcast platform you use at 8 a.m. Pacific Standard Time. Please remember to subscribe and don't just listen to these episodes just once. Get them ingrained in your spirit. Remember, you can't exercise faith without discipline. Also, for anything to become a habit, mm, 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 psychologically takes 60 to 90 days, 66 to be exact. Remember, in all by getting, get understanding, and then practice implementing what you have learned. Remember, discipline is the key to discipleship. A special thanks to my man, KC. At I Am Music Group for producing this show. Also, they have a great uh, podcast. Ooh, if, if y'all like music and stuff like that, man, they have different artists and things like that. I'm telling you, and his, and his wife, G, listen, man, 
one of the best I've ever heard. Also, Erica Duff, woo, for the artwork. My girl, man, she's on fire. All the different things y'all see online and stuff like that. When I put pictures up, images, hey, she does all the artwork. She sends it to me. Hey, I Am Music Group takes care of me. If y'all want to do podcasts like this, I'm telling you, look up I Am Music Group. I'm telling you on any, on Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter, I'm telling you, they go hook you up. Tell them Pastor Way sent you. Also, the Flow Therapy Morning Show with Coco B and Frank Diddy on the Uncommon Gospel Radio Network. Alex Teamer, a.k.a. A-Team for the baseline. Pastor Warren Campbell, that is my pastor. I love you, bro. And Lena Burn-Miles for This Is The Day intro. She has a new album dropping soon. She may have dropped, so look it up uh, as well. A shout-out to my girl Shannon Jackson at Shay J Entertainment and the Holy Ghost Busters Mobile Ministry. Watch out. We're coming. Uh, drop day. We're opening Shay J Entertainment on June 11th, 2021. And a shout out to my man, Julian Payne. Listen to the No Ho podcast show with Julian Payne, also a celebrity barber to the stars. If you're in the greater Los Angeles area, and if you come in, even if you're coming in town, look up the House of No Ho. That's North Hollywood. I'm telling you, my man will hook you up, tell him Pastor Wade sent you. He keeps me fresh. Remember, to subscribe to This Is Day on whatever podcast platform you use. And you can also follow me on Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter at Real Pastor Wade, and way to spell W-A-I-D. And remember to post any subject titles you'd like discussed on This Is Day Facebook page or feedback on my Instagram stories on what you thought about the conversation. Always remember, God believes in you, and so do I. Till next time, this is the day. This is always the day for breakthrough, victory, redemption. Thank you for tuning in. Remember to subscribe to This is the Day with Pastor Wade on any podcast platform that you use. You can interact with Pastor Wade with questions, comments, or subject titles you would like discussed. You can follow Pastor Wade at Real Pastor Wade, that is Real Pastor W-A-I-D, on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. 